This is where our intro song goes. <laughs> wow, you really came back with that me, one. Me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> so Heather's warm ups before the episode started. <laughs> I kind of love that it's awful. No, it's so much better because <laughs> I, I sang in the last episode and I hated it so much that uh, you'll never be hearing from me again. <laughs> Actually, I'm quitting this podcast. But right our now. harmony, our harmonies, <laughs> yeah, are that's so good. totally fine. But uh, me singing on my own, no, thank you. It's the worst. <laughs> uh, anyway, hi, hi, uh, welcome to our podcast uh, called "On Being Open." I'm I'm Nick and this is Heather. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't get everyone confused. Like there's so many people who listen to podcasts and anything where they don't see the people who get yeah. voices confused. Um, I think ours are pretty different, but yeah. I'm Nick. I'm Heather. <laughs> Heather's the singer. <laughs> the worst singer. <laughs> no, who the loves best. to sing. It's so good. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is our podcast. Hello, this is welcome. Our podcast. Uh, we're gonna do another Q and A. Uh, you if- guys keep hounding us <laughs> with questions, so we have to do another episode, or more like we keep asking you to ask us questions, <laughs> and then we. Well, I guess that's another way of putting it. And then we tomato, act, tomato. We act like it's such a big deal. Um, but we kind of started uh, to like this idea of doing like a bonus episode um, with just Q&As. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get to it. Um, I think this one should go first because uh, it's pretty recent on our minds. Someone asked um, how to get over toxic relation- uh, a toxic relationship and start dating again. Hmm. Good question. Heather's very familiar with this. Um, I would say as much as I did not want to be single for a long time, uh, and maybe this wasn't a long time for anyone else, but I was single for a year and a half and I just hung out with my friends, did things that I wanted to do, hung out with my dog, saw my family a lot, just had like a lot of alone time, um, to myself. I actually did therapy in the beginning of the, like in the beginning of the breakup. And that was really helpful just to like get in touch with myself again and figure out what I liked. Um, like finding yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I definitely lost myself in that toxic relationship. Um, so I had to figure out like some of the things that I was telling my therapist was like, I don't know what I like when people ask me to summarize myself. Like I don't have an answer and now I could give you a million answers. Um, and I know a lot of things I like, which is really, I don't know. I feel like I've come a long way. But, yeah, I would just say, like, taking the time to be alone, as much as being alone seems scary, it's actually pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, and and I think it, it has a lot to do with depending on, like, how long the toxic relationship lasts because, yeah. um, like, for the amount of time that you want to be alone too, I would also say, like, definitely don't force it like if you are still feeling really hurt and broken up by what you just went through um don't feel obligated to just jump right back into to something that could potentially blow up again or or be toxic itself um yeah 
like an, another toxic thing because if you really take the time to to realize what about it was toxic and then you kind of set yourself up for future um, relationships to recognize if if you start seeing those red flags again. Um, I'm nodding very hard right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> and then talking a lot to your friends about that too and mm-hmm. making sure your friends are aware uh, of your – kind of like shortcomings in that sense where like if they start seeing um, those red flags before you do, they can kind of keep you in check. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And another thing that I like once the breakup happened is like I definitely put like a lot more trust in my friends and their opinions on people because I'm pretty naive when it comes to these things sometimes. And I just like try to, see the best in everyone so I'm easily tricked and duped but I feel like coming out of the toxic relationship I'm a lot smarter I can recognize um more red flags um another thing that I I practiced was I worked on boundaries a lot which was a struggle because I did not have boundaries at all I think that's a struggle for a lot of people in general. I struggle yeah. with boundaries too, even even being married for, you know, 10 years. Yeah. Um, I mean, I probably still need to work on boundaries because I call Nick sometimes six times a day. <laughs> Literally, the other day, I think. But I mean, it was starting to rub off on her because she kept calling me the same day. It was. Well, there's so, some days we got to talk. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> too many things happen in a day. Exactly. But, and those are things too where uh, sometimes you don't even uh, realize what boundaries you even need. Yeah. And then, so it's like working on that and recognizing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think those are all, those are all good things. And then it's like definitely start slow again. Um, I would say just be kind to yourself is like the biggest thing. Totally. Let yourself like cry about it, be sad about it. Like you just got to feel it out. Like one thing I, re- I did read a really great book um, called when things fall apart. And a lot of it was just really encouraging to just sit in your shit, sit yeah. in these bad feelings. It's okay to feel bad. It's okay to hurt. It's okay to like sit and cry or be depressed. Like, because that's going to make everything else that much better when it feels good. Um, and that, that really helped me. So I just read a, like a lot of books and, uh, yeah, and I think that's uh, coming from a person who is now in um, what seems to be <laughs> a, a no good, red flags yet a good and healthy relationship right now. Um, to where you know, I think I think I can speak on this and say that you at one point you thought you'd never find that oh yeah totally completely i thought i was gonna be alone forever i mean there's a lot of fuck boys in the world guys oh yeah men are trash we learned that on the last episode (laughs) and and then most men have trash tendencies yes yeah um so (laughs) we're such haters (laughs) we're just drinking the haterade over here oh my god on my instagram lately i've just been like i have been on one like i went off a guy on tinder last night like it's just i love it it's not not great for me right now, but yeah. I'm working through it. <laughs> <laughs> so just be gentle, love your friends, love yourself, uh, surround yourself with things that make you happy. Totally. I'm going to burp. <laughs> Silent burp. Um, so more lighthearted question then is, uh, 
best and worst part of starting such a popular podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Honestly, uh, like I thought that question was really silly, but like taking out the word popular. Yeah. Let's just say like the best and worst parts of starting a podcast. Um I know for me, I've been struggling because a lot of people that I don't know are going to be listening to the podcast and hearing me being this open as a first impression of me. And I don't think that in person, like if you meet me in person, I don't let people in this quickly. Um, So people are just learning a lot about me very fast. Um, And I'm in a new relationship. So his friends are listening. Potentially his mom. Please don't listen to this. Um, (laughs) As we've already established, parents, be warned. Stop listening. I know. Stop listening. (laughs) Except my mom. She's fine. Yeah, that's true. Um, She asked some of these questions. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, that's just like, I mean, David said he doesn't want me to censor myself. But I it's like an internal struggle. Like I kind of want to censor myself a little bit just because what if his mom listens or what if, right. I mean, I don't know anyone else's mom that's going to listen. Yeah. Like on the last episode, I remember you saying that you want, you didn't want to say fuck as much. And I mean, I didn't ask you why, but like, even that is almost like you're feeling like you need to censor yourself. And, and I see that too. Like I've, um, had people who uh, listened that, you know, I <laughs> that I went out with who, like, I told about it just as, like, a, hey, this is a thing that's happening. Um, and then they started listening. We're going to stick our middle finger up to that person. <laughs> um, but we don't also, want your listen. <laughs> but also I realized um, that I had mentioned that I – started a podcast to um, another guy I'd been uh, talking to. So all these guys that you talk to are going to start listening to the podcast? Only two. And then they're going to know about your other dates. Which is fine. Like, they know I'm in an open marriage. Like, whatever. But... But the guy that I just, like, casually was, like, excited about it, and I was like, oh, by the way, I started a podcast, and he didn't ask me anymore about it, and now I'm thankful because, like, I've definitely <laughs> talked about him, um, yeah, and... <laughs> I know who it is. <laughs> and he would obviously know who, you know, that I'm talking about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, it wasn't like the kindest of things. Right. And I just want to, I want to have my own space to talk about things without feeling, um, without knowing that the other person is listening. Yeah, exactly. Be- besides Matt, I know he listens. That's uh, that's actually another question we got to. Matt does listen to the podcast and follow our Instagram and He's one of the first people to listen to our podcast yeah. every time we post. This morning he he it popped up in his iTunes and he texted me and was like new podcast and then he was like texting me quotes back <laughs> like that I had said in the podcast. Uh, and it, I thought that was really sweet. He's like... He's very supportive of us. Yes. He loves what we're doing and he, yeah, he's just really encouraging. Also, he is, um, you know, my husband, my person, like there's nothing off limits or off bounds that I can't like say. Anything that I have said on this podcast, I have said to his face. Like... 
you know, so it's not like I'm, I don't feel like I have to censor myself. Um, you know, if I talk explicitly about dates or sex or whatever, he can choose to skip through those parts. But yeah. um, he yeah. knows what he's getting himself into when yeah. he listens. I mean, a he lot was said. <laughs> exactly. Um, what is the best part? Going back to that question, the best part. I I think I actually addressed this in like the first or second episode that it had already changed my life in a way where I've had so many people, um, reach out to me that, uh, you know, maybe even I've been friends with for a while, but they're actually like telling me details about their lives, like intimate details that I think without this podcast, they would not have said, but they feel like, uh, they feel comfortable with me in a way now that they can be open and honest. Like I was talking to a friend today who, who literally told me she does not talk to anyone else the way she talks to me. And it's because she knows that I'm not here to judge her, that I will understand in a way that no one else will. And that's, that means a lot to me. And just in meeting people out in the world, when I've mentioned the podcast, I was out at a brewery with Spalding and we met two girls there and I mentioned it. And I need to start telling everyone. I know it's just, I don't know. It's been really awesome. That, that (laughs) part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I've had like the same, just like friends being really encouraging and liking the stuff we're talking about. Everyone just, um, keeps saying that they feel like it's, they're in the room with us having a conversation, which is nice. Um, but no one's telling me secrets yet that I don't know. So I need more of that guys. (laughs) I need more secrets. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like my, maybe my personality, like in general, like if you're close to me, I know all your shit. Like, cause I try to be like a safe place for everyone anyway, but I don't know. I have a, maybe like a tighter, tight inner circle. (laughs) Yeah, I I tend to um I, this has been this way my whole life though where yeah. people just kind of feel like they can say whatever to me. Yeah. Um which yeah, I tell you everything. But even just like on the street like I have literally had strangers tell me things where I'm just like they're like ma'am what? I need to tell you that I just 69 <laughs> with my husband and it was not good. It's just What do I do ma'am? <laughs> It's, it's so it's always been really interesting. Um, so I think the miss my dog just died. Help! <laughs> Seriously, like I wish I could remember it's everything. Because you look really sweet. I'm glad I've got this like resting bitch face. But I that, like, think I do have away. a resting bitch face. No, you're, but you're cute. You're like quirky. Oh you got those God. friendly little glasses, <laughs> the cute little dresses Damn and skirts. It. I'm going to start changing And the I'm way over here in all black, like, <laughs> resting bitch face. Like, I'm going to kill you if you talk to me. I mean, I that's, think that – I hope that's what I look like. No, I Damn think it. you look the same. That's why I'm always surprised that people come up to me. I'm like, I'm not as nice as I may appear. <laughs> I need that on a shirt now. There you go. Oh, my God. All right, next question. Advice on female friendships slash making friends in your 30s. Like One thing question. I just learned about keeping friends in your 30s <laughs> is to write shit down in your calendar because yeah. then you'll be a bad friend when you forget and you double book yourself. That is Don't do important. that. So I think that just being mindful and being like, being very aware of like 
what's happening. Don't be a fucking flake. No one wants to be friends with a flake. Honestly, I hate flakes. And She's talking to herself I right am now. talking to myself. <laughs> but about making friends, this is maintaining okay, friends. keeping friends. That's also a part of all of this. That's true because I think um, the older you get, the like less bullshit you're willing to put up oh, with. Oh, yeah, totally. And I think that like people dismiss a lot and they like – I think that you, like, kick friends to the curb pretty quickly when you're in your 30s. You're like, I don't need to deal with this shit. Right. So just remember to, like, be a good friend and, like, put in effort. It takes it takes effort. And sometimes you have to have some friends help you pull your head out of your ass. <laughs> Thanks, Vic. I'm always there for that. <laughs> good uh, pulling I'm... of the head out of the ass. <laughs> <laughs> but for making friends... Um... I'm trying to think of, like... So the, the way that we're making friends a lot right now is, like... Um, through the podcast. <laughs> I mean, through the podcast. But before that, we, no. like, we worked a craft conference. Right. And we made a lot of friends doing that. Um, I've made a ton of friends through the photography community. Yeah. Um, and then... So going off of that, my advice was going to be to find your people. And yeah. I think I think we actually touched on this in another Q&A, but mm-hmm. um, take your interests and run with that. So like if yeah, your interests – join fucking Facebook groups. Instagram is a huge place. I have met – right now I there's like five – I have like five Instagram friends right now that I talk to like pretty regularly. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. I've made friends through Instagram that live in different states too. Yeah. And it's just like start replying to people's stories or commenting. Like yeah, even simple just, stuff like that. It's all about like reaching out and being vulnerable. I know a lot of us like our first instinct is to feel stupid. Like, oh, that person probably gets like a ton of messages. But right. like – Really, maybe they don't. And you guys, like, if you have a lot in common and you feel like you would be friends, like, hey, it's worth a shot. I've done it, and I've been, like, rejected by, like, a girl. Really? Kind of. Fuck her. But then you've also done that, and now you have a job from that. Yeah. So it it goes both ways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, But, yeah, Nick and I met in a craft class. Like, I mean, there's just so many ways to like meet people but do something that you're interested in because then people will be doing the same things and everyone wants to join a kickball league (laughs) i wanted to join a kickball league so i can make more friends yeah another way we're making friends is like we're introducing each other to our other friends so our like circle is just getting bigger and bigger and it's pretty cool yeah that's been awesome too but i just love the idea of when you find your people um it, so go go to craft classes go to if your thing is yoga go to yoga more often start talking to people there because what you're also if you do those things the things that you are interested in and you are passionate about you're more likely to find friends that you connect with better because they have the same interest as you. Yeah. Um, also through like even a podcast interest, like I'm into like my favorite murder. And so last podcast on the left. Right. Guys. Like, do you, I was in you, a group. Yeah. I was in a group and I've made a few friends that's like from the that same. Group. Exactly. Like just even stuff like that, like joining the groups or following hashtags and then following people because of that. Like, but I think a part of it's like being yourself too. Yeah. Be yourself so that you can attract like the truly right people and being open yeah, to that. Be vulnerable too. to it. Like don't, I think if you're 
generally a closed off person, you're going to have a hard time meeting people regardless of what you do too. Yeah. Embrace your weirdness. Totally. Weird is better. Right. And so a lot of people fear because they're introverted that they won't make friends. But like we went to that big photography conference and like 90% of the people there are introverted. But you know what? A lot of them are extroverted like me who I'll just go up to someone and start talking to them. So you don't have to necessarily be extroverted either. You're just putting yourself in a place to potentially become friends with someone and that could happen too. You don't have to always be the one to start the conversation. And I'm an introvert, extrovert and an ambivert. I I'm the same way, but I think you, you side on the introverted. Yeah. I definitely. (laughs) Yeah. And I had an anxiety attack many times at this, this photo conference we went to and I still like left making like a ton of friends and it was like, they were some of the best friends like that I've made. You Yeah, that we're still in contact with now. Yeah, and, and the best part is like that we were all vulnerable so quickly with each right. other and that's like that's just that makes your bonds even better. Totally. Uh next question. Oh, Ooh, I wanted to get to this one cuz I don't know if we'll get to all of them today, but I can't um Heather's having a butt scratch <laughs> issue now. Um, so tell us about – no, not that one. Sorry. Hold on. Okay. Um, are you – okay, this is for Nick. Wait. I wanted to answer one? this one first. Um, about – oh, shit. What guide sources would you suggest to someone participating <laughs> – I am having the hardest time with the English language – participating in an open relationship. Um, So this was coming from a person who is dating someone in an open relationship. Um, And uh, I I wanted to address this one today because I actually posted, and maybe I should post it on the pod account. There was a podcast I listened to today called Death, Sex, and Money. Do you listen to that one? It's so good. I've heard of it. I think I've listened to a few episodes. It's a really good podcast. But they the I listened to an episode today called like Open on Oh shit. Uh I'll find it. But it was it was from the perspective of someone who was dating people who were in open relationships. And I thought it was super interesting to hear it from the other side. It's called Hot Dates Open to Open Relationships. Um, and because I don't, I have not come across any kind of books on the other side. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. anything I've read has. I- I actually bought a book um, when I went to Santa Cruz, and it is from that perspective. <gasps> what is it called? I don't remember. I'm gonna have to get okay. back to you, but I Maybe I bought it because I was Instagram. like, oh, this is interest. This is like an interesting perspective. And I meant to tell you about it, but I forgot <laughs> <laughs> because I forget a lot of things. Yeah, you do. It's cool. We're we're dealing with it, um, <laughs> but. It may be – I'm sure there are books out there, but yeah, I have this not was, – This was more of a novel, but anyway, okay. still like an interesting I, perspective. Yeah, I'd be interested in that though. But I don't think I personally have come across them because yeah. that's – I'm obviously on the other side of that. The only things I've read have been, um, you know, starting an open relationship. So I w- this podcast I listened to was super interesting to hear that point of view. Also, uh, that show Insecure on mm-hmm. HBO right now, they have been dealing with one of the characters there has been dealing with this too, where she is dating a guy who's in an open marriage. And then you kind of see how she's 
going through it. And um, it's actually helped me a lot because I used to think, like, it sounds rude, but I didn't really think of the other person, you yeah. know, and how they, they kind of don't exist to you, honestly. Right. It's not like your friends. Right. So that's been, that's been cool for me to see that yeah. kind of perspective. Yeah, um, that's interesting. But I'm sure there's uh, articles, like anytime I Google everything. So anytime I'm curious about something, I just Google it. I usually find five articles on it but um i wanted to bring up that question because i did want to shout out that podcast what was the last thing you googled look up our Ooh, google history let's do that uh i'm scared <laughs> mine was payway <laughs> mine was um hamburger mary's <laughs> <laughs> I also looked up to see who number 38 on the Anaheim Ducks is. Oh, and We got a new player. We actually do have a number 38 now. Oh, shit. Not sure you if you guys know this, but we are gigantic hockey fans. Yes, we are. We mentioned, well, different hockey, but yes. Uh, Rivalry. I'm a Kings fan. I'm a Ducks fan, of course. Unfortunately. Uh, anyway, okay. Now, back to where do we want to go from here? Um, can I ask the questions from my mom? Sure. Oh, yes. Okay. We need to answer those. <laughs> Are you so? My mom was asking Nick some questions about her relationship. <laughs> really interested. Are you looking for a relationship with these guys, or is it just a booty call? I'm confused, <laughs> but I mean, I had two boyfriends at the same time too. <laughs> I read that. <laughs> she made me laugh so hard with okay. that. <laughs> She's savage as fuck. By the way, I, love I don't know it. if any. I'm sure no one else has seen my mom That's in person. Goals, but dude. My mom is like tall, skinny, blonde woman who's always like she's always had a boyfriend. <laughs> she was telling me at one point she had four boyfriends oh and God. they all knew about each other. And she was just like, if you don't like it. Then bye. I it was so that. savage, it's, but she was younger too. She was like in her probably late twenties, early thirties. It doesn't matter your yeah. age at that point. I mean, she yeah. was honest with them, and yeah. if they wanted to stay, then stay. Like, and I think she kept three of those four <laughs> for a while. I love it. <laughs> but so anyway, I so I actually heard her ask this question because she was on speakerphone and. um she had asked it in that way, like just a booty call, because she was she listens to the podcast. So hi, mom. Hi, Heather's mom. <laughs> uh, so she had listened to the episode where I was uh, bummed about the situation with the nine hour date dude, and um, and she was like, "What's the deal?" Like I thought she was just like trying to have a booty call with these guys. The thing is, is I did that for a long time. Um, it's, again, three and a half years in. Uh, and after a while, that is just boring. Uh, yeah, you need some mental stimulation yeah, as well as like, clitoral stimulation. <laughs> <laughs> Stimulate my mind first. Come for on. this one. I love that. <laughs> but, yeah, I just think um, – it's easy to get laid and to get sex, especially for women. Like, it doesn't take a lot of effort. No, so, you just have to agree to go out with someone, then you seriously. can have sex. Like, and if I wasn't so picky, like, it definitely would happen way more. But I just, I don't know. I've been there, done that. It's just not what, I'm not opposed to it for sure, but it's not necessarily what I'm looking for. Um, I'm looking for a 
like a connection more than anything, even if that's just a platonic thing. When someone asks me on Tinder, like I was asked the other day what I'm looking for, I always say that I'm just looking to meet new people and see where it goes because that's what it is. I'm not looking to just go out and fuck, but I'm not looking to get married. Like... Um, she's already married. Exactly. I'm not looking to com- to have a polygamy or whatever. It's called something else, I think, when the woman is married to more. Oh, that's just really yeah, has, sexist. I know. But it has, it has a another name. fucking name. I Are you know. serious? Um, oh, God. It's like, I don't know. Uh, that'll be my next thing to Google. <laughs> Mono- not monogamy. Mal- I don't know. It's something like that. C- correct us. I'm sure people will. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like more like a friends with benefits emphasis on the friends, someone I can actually date and have fun with. Um, but obviously they know that there isn't going to be like a marriage or a serious relationship at the end of it. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, but again, not opposed to the booty call. It's just like, yeah. (laughs) (sighs) And yeah. then, oh, she also wanted to know if, oh, what happens if someone catches feelings, like, for either of us, Matt or me. And I think we kind of addressed this before. If someone, yeah, and then the question says, if someone catches feelings for either of you and doesn't want to break it off, that, if you have stalkers. Right. So if Matt or I catch feelings... Uh, the thing is, I think that that car wash girl got caught feelings for him. She did, and wanted to be more. And I love that you call her car wash girl. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> so. The first time ever, Matt showed me a picture of her. She was sitting in a car wash. So that's all I called her. She did. That's the nicest name I could think of. Uh, she definitely caught feelings. Uh, so the thing is, is being in it for so long, I've realized feelings are not the enemy it's how you um control them so it's he can have feelings for someone I can have feelings for someone you're bound to it doesn't matter I have feelings for people as my friends like yeah but also there I know that for you guys there is a relationship hierarchy that's yeah very much respected right so that's what it ultimately comes down to as long as both matt and i are putting each other in our marriage first the rest of it is all you know negotiable or it just we make sure we're communicating with each other so that it doesn't get out of control like there's been times where with with the car wash girl where i i kind of felt like it it was getting a little too deep and then we talked about it and you know I know that Matt doesn't really want any to to date anyone else that he feels obligated to to in any way shape or form and this girl um wanted him to to I don't know she had a husband a boyfriend a girlfriend and someone else and then she also wanted Matt and it was just like is this Pokemon? You got to catch them all? Like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> yeah, I know it's true. I mean, I was very confused by that as well, but I was trying um, not to judge it. But at the same time, what I was confused about the situation... Could be like Pogs, actually. Could be. Like, she was just trying to, like to collect pogs. them. Yeah. yeah, I collected Pogs, not Pokemon. <laughs> 
now we're um, equating humans and <laughs> all those few moments that I was pogs. silent right now. I was thinking maybe it's more like pogs. I hope that there is like at least one person listening that's like, what the fuck are pogs? <laughs> and that's going to be their next Google. <laughs> That's the best. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, but what I was confused by that was I didn't know what more she wanted from Matt because they were pretty, like, she she did they live fa- in. FaceTimed a lot. Yeah, and they talked a lot. She lived in San Diego, so they didn't see each other that often. But obviously, like, honestly, time constraints. And but honestly, I felt like. So many partners. I know, but it's just like a, they're hot and they're mine. That kind of thing. That's what it seemed like. The yeah. way she was collecting people. It's just validation. I don't know because... I don't know. That seems like... Yeah, I, I can see your point of view. But at the same time, she considered... From what Matt told me, she considered herself, you know, so poly. And, and the big part of being poly is you know, having compersion and, and loving that, you know, your partner loves other people and like that everyone is so like open and honest and cool with each other. And then I just sort of feel like she wasn't, um, respecting like me and my boundaries. And like, that's where I was starting to have an issue with it. Um, I feel like the word compersion was made up by a cat. <laughs> As Fiona just jumped out of the and couch. She said, compersion. <laughs> She's like, yeah, that was a word I had never heard until we opened things up. And um and now I've heard it on like TV shows. Like on uh um what's that show? Silicon Valley. They do oh. a whole thing about I yeah, I freaking love that show. God, it's so good. Eric Bachman. Yes. It's my favorite. Uh, Eric. Um so yeah, that's, that's a, I don't know that Eric Bachman. It's Ehrlich, but Ehrlich. that's what Judge uh, and Yang calls him Eric. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing. Um, Ehrlich. Ehrlich. I haven't watched it show in so long. Oh, it's so good. I've seen it so many times. Um, but I think that was like a long-winded response to an easy question. So, None of you oh, better stalkers. message me about messing, it, <laughs> messing up Bachman's name. Eric. Um, Eric. <laughs> oh, we have not dealt with a stalker. I mean, I feel like this is – so it says if someone catches feelings and doesn't want to break it off, like what is someone supposed to do? <laughs> like, Get just, the fuck out of here. just break it off. You like, ghost them. You block them. Call the police. Right. Help. Um, in that situation I, – now I feel like I'm just telling all Matt's stories. But in that situation, she had actually come to the realization that – he wasn't going to be able to give her what she really wanted and she broke it off with him. So, um, Um, yeah, I mean, but even then, like you just break it off like you would a normal relationship. Yeah. Most people, I mean, most people with the exception of that crazy stalker, I have, most people are like pretty chill. Yeah. They're chill. And they're (laughs) like, okay, you don't like me. Well, fuck you. I don't want to be around you. Right. Also, if you're getting yourself, if, if that starts to be a pattern where, like, there's people who have stalker tendencies, like, you need to look within. Like, what are you doing? Because you're the common denominator. I've had two stalkers. As I'm looking directly at Heather. <laughs> <laughs> I just am very forgiving Some, of people's shit behavior. Right. And I am not in any way, like, at all. Goodbye. Forever. I mean, now I have learned, but... 
I was learning boundaries with the last one. Right. Yeah. Freaking crazy stalker. Maybe I should play some of his voicemails on the podcast. Oh my god. I don't it's know. It's really crazy shit, guys. I don't know. Crazy. Um, so I think we just have one more on my open. Uh, I don't yeah. want to talk about that one now. We'll talk I'll okay. think more on it. It's about the first date I had after we opened um our marriage. Okay. So the next question is why are you so amazing? <laughs> I imagine that was directed at both of us. Um it was. It could have been. Who knows? <laughs> um because I am. That's always my answer to everything. Because I am. The end. <laughs> I have adopted Nick's attitude, so whenever I get a compliment I say, I know. <laughs> I'm just making everyone an asshole, and I love it. Yep. Um, I mean, I think it was a, it's, a joke. It's because we're open. Also. Yeah. Duh. And vulnerable. It's because we're on being open. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, when can I get my 0% single pin? This is for someone specific. But we're still working on it. I'm really trying to make this happen. So We'll get you soon, your pins, folks. Hopefully. We know who is 0% single. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> David. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, we want the 75% single and 0% single. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, why you both so cute, though? I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't apply. Oh, I've got to think of a different... <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Just saying, I know, no yeah. matter what, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're like, but that's not the... <laughs> and then you just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> the end. <laughs> because we are. Yeah, I mean, that's, again, it, it's just our friends who love us. We're... We have sweet friends. We do. So... Yeah. <laughs> so we answered all of your questions. Except, we need some more questions. Yeah. There might be a few more that we'll carry over to the next one. We don't want to keep these, like, too long. We'll and we've just, already yapped a lot. Yeah. We'll just 37 keep minutes. Keep on yapping. Uh, so in conclusion. In conclusion. Yeah. We <laughs> said all the questions. Yes. Yeah. You can uh, find us on Instagram, on being open pod. Email us on being open pod at gmail.com. Oh, we have Google Voice. Um, you can access it through, maybe I should start giving out the phone number, but I don't know what it it's is. It's through right now. a link in our Instagram. <laughs> also, right. we have a Patreon. Yep. Go go be the, you know, we're running out of spots. People are trying to give us money. We can't accept all the money. So hurry before there's no more room. Just get on that. And I think you could get that by searching on being open on Patreon. Still don't know. There's a link somewhere. Uh, we'll figure it out. We're, You're smart. You can find it. We're real professional around here. I mean, this is our podcast, guys. Yeah. This is... But it would be cool oh, for some true. people to call us and ask questions because then let we could start playing them back. Let us hear angel voices. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so let us know if there's anything you want uh, us to answer about whatever. We're open to to a topic request also. Yeah. Although we haven't had a, a problem yet coming up with shit to talk about. No, we, but, we have a lot to say. But if there is something where you're like, oh, I'd really want their charming perspective on this topic mm -hmm. <laughs> the most charming let us know 
All right. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.